You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you in the industry there's this psychology that if somebody doesn't get the result they want, they don't follow through with a diet, or their body isn't perfect, it's just because they don't have willpower determination. And that's garbage. That's just not true. I've worked with thousands and thousands of people. What I can tell you is that my experience is that most people are willing to put in hard work as long as they're getting results. There's no greater human motivator than seeing progress. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know. What's it all about? Everything you need. It's on the clip out. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 190. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi. You've been very busy. So busy. So busy. And in our world right now, busy equates to crabby. Well... (laughs) Yeah, it does. I'm not even. I'm not. I can't. I have no. No. Yeah. They. But your job has been going, making you go nonstop. You. Yeah. It's Wednesday. I've worked thirty hours. Yeah. Like, and been, I'm not joking. No, she's not. So, <laughs> so uh, if she snaps at me, <laughs> if I'm like, come on, Tom. It's uh, nothing I did wrong, <laughs> and that's a good rule of thumb as we move through life. Is that if she snaps at me, it's not anything. I I'm an angel, <laughs> and I did nothing wrong. Oh, honey. So there. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to be nice. Don't make it so hard. (laughs) This is going to be an extra long episode because I know that you don't want to yell at me in front of people. So I'm going to make it as as long as possible so you won't yell at me. (laughs) So uh, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people this week? 
Um, you know what? I put the list together so fast and uh, while I was eating and on meetings. So sure. I don't even know. I well, don't here's, remember. Here's what you have in store for people this week. Uh, the Peloton stock price is uh, is driven even higher and higher. OK. Uh, OK. Lots of Peloton in the news. I mean, I don't know if I've ever seen a week with this much Peloton in the news of just all the different outlets, whether it's page six or E online or Ryan and Kelly. They are. It's been everywhere. They are everywhere. <laughs> they are. Absolutely everywhere And of course there's some some Political adjacent news yes. Related to Peloton yes. That we will try to cover as apolitically as possible Correct So uh, please shut your pie hole <laughs> So uh, <laughs> we ask in advance That you shut your pie hole And just yeah. let us report on it And yeah. then we will move along Right. So before we get to all that I guess now you can do the shameless plugs Uh yeah. Shameless plugs. Don't forget, <laughs> we're available on Apple Podcasts. Y'all are lucky I'm even here. <laughs> we're available on Apple Podcasts, uh, where you can uh, be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can also find us wherever you get your podcasts Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, all the places you shall find us. And while you're there, if you would be so kind as to leave a review, we, we love that. We love that. It's super helpful for the people that come along behind you to know that uh, maybe we're worth a listen. So uh, it's one of the easiest things you can do to help. Us out. You're like, what can I do that isn't going to be me giving the money to help? Like, that's that's one of them. That's yep. absolutely one of them. So uh, here's a new review from Harmony is me. She says, "Hubby and I purchased a Peloton at the beginning of the pandemic after deciding to cancel our gym membership. Of course, we were instantly obsessed and totally addicted to it because it's awesome." We just can't get enough of everything Peloton related. We're so happy to have found this podcast. We started with episode one and are now making our way through every episode. The hosts are adorable. Well, one of them and hilarious. <laughs> and we are learning so much about our bike, the workouts and the community. Super informative. Very fun. My biggest laugh thus far was the recipe for donut on a pizza stick, which is like so long ago. I don't even know what she's talking about. I, I don't either. But I think we all know that was, was something funny. I said. If, if yeah, it was on a stick, I mean, and that's doing yes. it on a pizza stick. That just sounds like you. That had to have come out of my head, and, Abs- and I would like it to go into my belly. Uh, <laughs> and her leaderboard name, if you want to find her, is ballet underscore harmony. So thank you so much. And also, don't forget we are available. On the internet at facebook.com Slash the clip out while you're there Like the page join the group and of course Speaking of things you could do to help us out You could share an episode that's never a bad through your thing Social media channel and if you see me over on The on the uh, OPP posting an Episode I love when you guys uh, Chime in that also keeps it on the OPP visible longer yeah that's another things, thing. The more interaction it gets it'll stay at the top So mm-hmm. that's super helpful with a like or a comment Or both if you're really feeling extra Extroverted <laughs> uh Sure, that's the way to say that. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, we have a newsletter that goes out semi-regularly. If you sign up for that at theclipout.com. And finally, don't forget our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash theclipout, where you can see all of these in their HD glory. And you can check out our new fancy pants, neon clipout sign. I'm pointing to it right now. Yes, I'm, that I got Crystal for Christmas. I, it, was, it was a really great Christmas present. I love it so much. She celebrates Christmas. I celebrate Crystalmas. Aww. So that's all of that. Let's uh, let's dig in, shall we? <sighs> okay. Peloton stock ticker. So joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube once again is John Mills from Run, Lift, and Live. Hey, John, how's it going? Doing well. How's it going? Great. 
So, uh, <laughs> uh, I guess let's, uh, we have a lot of stuff to pound through. We do. So, so I guess we'll start since, uh, you like to talk money. Yeah. Uh, show me the money. Topic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, uh, the Bank of America is raising its target price. Yeah. On Peloton stock. What were they raising it to 164? Was it? Is that what they, no, that's what it went up to today. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> now, what did they rate it to 170? 170? I can't remember which one. 170, yeah. 175. He's trying to but, pull yeah. up the article. 175. 175. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, Justin Post has been a consistent fan of the product and of Peloton in general and where they're heading. And so, you know, this isn't, I'm not surprised by that, that he would be somebody kind of out of the out of the gun in 2021 <laughs> saying saying this. That's not surprising. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought that was awesome. It was, you know, Peloton ran up earlier today. It was up like some eight or nine percent. It dropped a little bit down from that. But still, it, it was a good, a good nine dollars on the day. And I'm not sure if it was because of this, you know, this price hike or not. But it had a great day. And I think this was an interesting article. Some what I really found interesting about the article is how he talks about the percentage of increase of traffic to Peloton site in this quarter, fiscal Q2. So between really? October through December versus last October to December. And so he meant he always does that. Every anytime he puts out an article, you got to pay attention to him or whenever anybody quotes him cuz he always gives you information you can't find anywhere else. Oh. And that's in there. Like, yeah, it says it went up 167% year to year. Holy right. crap. Yeah. Right. So that, that was interesting. I love to see that. Um, he, he did also point out that the previous quarter, though, so we're talking, what, July through September, mm-hmm. that was up like some 280%, some, a much larger percentage from the previous year. So he was like, well, it was a declining increase, but it's still way above any of their competitors in the space, right? The traffic that they're getting. I I think that makes sense just as deep in the pandemic as we were between those months and, and everybody hearing like all the buzz about the longer lead times kind of started up and that kind of thing. I could see that. Plus wasn't that back when they were like really hitting the stock market high then too. And so maybe people, you know, were like checking it out because they heard all these great things from the stock market. Well, yeah, if, if you if you go back from that period, that would have been right as they were going public. So, oh. so you're comparing to they were all in the news. They were going public. So, yeah, to me, from that period to now we're talking about this year, July through September. You're right. Now we're talking about the pandemic and we're in the middle of uh, summer. And it was just, you know, everybody's looking for anything to uh, uh, any workout equipment. And yeah, now they were up on nearly 300% from that period when they went uh, public previous year. So now, I mean, yeah, they may, like you said, it makes sense that it may not be as much as that. Yeah, compare- yeah, an IPO is going to artificially inflate how much chatter you get. I mean, artificially sounds harsh, but it's that's not you can only do that once. Right. It's right. like Daffy Duck right. drinking gas and eating a match. It's a great trick. You can only do it once. So it stands to reason that you'd see that. I think it's also interesting in the article. It says Peloton related posts on Instagram were up 71 percent year over year and nine up 92 percent on Twitter, which right. I think that's 
crazy. It is crazy. Isn't it nuts? Yeah. yeah. Is, I mean, when I look at the numbers, when I see these numbers, like we talked, you know, last week or the week prior about how we, we know that, you know, there's some negative buzz about the delays in shipping. But I mean, people are still buying like nuts. They're visiting the site like nuts. I mean, I mean, I don't see the impact truly yet. I I don't either. I'm not saying it won't happen. I really do think that you're going to have more people talking about it. I think Peloton is going to have to answer these questions. I think think they're going to get forced to do that. I also think that it's it's going to hurt their what is that rating that John John, the Q rating? No, no. The one that um, the NPS rating. Oh, net promoter score. Yes. yes, That John's always talking about. I think it's going to affect that. I think it's going to affect that. And I think it's going to affect, you know, that would kind of like new people bringing new people in. I think all of those things are affected. Will it affect their bottom line? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Right. That makes sense to me. Yeah. That it would. I was looking at churn at one point. I was like, I wonder if it would affect churn but i probably not those people have the bike they have the tread right and they're just loving it they're probably not going to go oh because that person couldn't get a bike i'm going to get rid of mine <laughs> yeah, exactly like if the complaint is it's hard to get the bike the people with the bike are going to value it even more if right. if anything it's like when you've got springsteen tickets or something it's like right. you know you hold on to those so a very rare occurrence where uh, there's a peloton profit visit while John Mills is here, we had to uh, we had to blindfold him though. We did, so we he did. wouldn't Sorry see about that, John. the Peloton profit. <laughs> it's like it's like when Batman takes someone to the Bat Cave. You have to wear the blindfold, so you can't you can't tell. So uh, we're hearing rumors, yes. that uh, by the time this episode goes live, you will be able to stack classes. At long last Which is very exciting That is something people Have been looking forward to For a long time I think this is really Going to help The 45 minute purists Be Mm -hmm. Feel better About their classes The stack classes Mixed with the skip intro Oh my goodness What a delight What a delight Right (laughs) Yes We've been hearing about that For a while That request has been out there For a long long time I don't remember I mean John I think we started Not not long after each other And it's been It's been four years And and I think it's been around since we've been around. <laughs> yes, indeed. So yeah, I think this is gonna. I think this is gonna be big. I people think people are gonna love this. You know, every time I see or hear about these things like this, they're they're easy to kind of. Well, for me, I kind of kind of bypass them from an innovation perspective. Like they're great, but then you know you get used to it and then you you know you move on. Right. But Peloton has truly dropped a long list of these things like this. That collectively, I mean, the other players in the space just don't have these things, right? That's, just that's where that first info, that's right? where that first mover advantage really comes into play. You know that yeah. they have the time think, to do that. This is going to be a good one. I, I think a lot of people are going to love this one. God, yeah. And that's also why, like, as frustrating as it can be, you should probably wait if you're jonesing for a bike and you can't get one. Like, it's you know, it's frustrating, but in the long term, I think your patience will be real. Rewarded. You ought to drop into that delivery discussion group and I'll tell get, them that. I'll get right on that. They do. Not, there's I, a lot of people who are really mad over there. And again, like I said last I week, it. I'm not. I'm I not. Get it. There's no shade. I'm not. I'm yeah. not mad. I'm just like, yikes. Yeah. I. I would. On that note, though, I would just like to clarify that I feel like there's a lot of people who misunderstand some of the delays. Like, for example. 
people seem to think that Peloton is the one setting up the order in which these are delivered. And if your order is handled by XPO, that's simply just not the case. And I realize that Peloton contracts with XPO, so they have some control that they can exert in that manner. But like... When you have a subcontractor, it's not like you can be like, do what I say right now or I take all your business because there really isn't another player as big as XPO in the market. I was going to say, I mean, how many competitors could they? I would think that has to be a pretty short list of people that can deliver a product of this size and put it together and put it together. Yeah. And do it nationwide. Right. Exactly. It's very limited. I I don't think there is another one at that level. And I think that's why XPO gets away with what they get, get away with. I will. You know, so I think you have one, your supply chain issue, and I think you have XPO literally giving people's bikes away. I've read a lot of posts this week where people are like, they call and they complain and they get their bike right. faster. And now this person who's been waiting for right. four months just got pushed right. to the back of the line. Yeah. It's right. Woo. It, it's a classic shit runs downhill situation. It really yeah. is. It where really the is. Squeaky, squeaky wheel, right? Yeah. yeah. The squeaky wheel gets the. Shit, I don't know. I'm losing my train of analogy here. There the we grease. go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let me the fix squeaky it. Squeaky shit greases no. the wheel. <laughs> like you're about to give us a new one. I never yeah, heard. Yeah. Like that's. Squeaky <laughs> wheel <laughs> get shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's a world I want to live in. The squeaky wheel gets shit. <laughs> Yeah, so don't be the squeaky wheel. I know you want to be the squeaky wheel and you want to get your bike, but don't be that person. You're making somebody else wait even longer. Yeah, that's uh, that's a tough situation to be in, and to, to, I I get it. It so. is, but uh, anyway, yeah. But um, moving right along, you had uh, posted an, an interesting thing this week about uh, about GM. Yes, and uh, GM announced. I, this is going to come back to Peloton here. Just bear with us. Yeah. We're going to go on a little bit of a walk. But GM announced their goal to get to uh, adv- to advance zero emissions to and make those sorts of cars, I guess, easier and for everybody to, to afford. By the end of 2025? Sure. Let's go with that. But they put out a fancy little video. And, and the whole reason we're showing it yes. to you is because... Wait for it. There he is. <gasps> there he is. <laughs> So for you listening, for you guys listening, it's Cody Rigsby was in the middle of this commercial and wearing a Peloton shirt. And I think that's worth noting because that means Peloton is is in on this. Like they're they're supportive of this. It wasn't just like a random sighting. Right. Right. (laughs) They wouldn't let them wear the logo. You wouldn't think that there's an implied endorsement there that they wouldn't want to. Yeah, they mention him relative to or everyone that's in this ad. They mentioned them as being inspirational people uh, associated with accomplishing something that you thought, you know, couldn't be done going above and beyond. Like they reference, that's why they picked these particular people or brands, uh, people who represent certain brands to be in this campaign. And I I found that interesting. So basically they're seeing Peloton or Cody or or the combination of just being a product that came onto the market and and they exceeded expectation. And that's pretty exciting all by itself. It really right, is right just to be included in that company. Absolutely. It, it's so funny. Again, four years ago, I couldn't have imagined we'd be sitting here having this conversation. Totally. And, you know, oh, look, 
Cody's in a GM commercial today. <laughs> and they don't even have to like stop to explain right. who he is. I mean, I still remember the first time we were like somebody referenced Peloton. It was Google. It was some sort of Google announcement. And they referenced Peloton without explaining what Peloton was. It was a news item right yeah. here. And we, and we were just like, that's a big accomplishment. Sure that they is. didn't feel like they had to explain what Peloton was to people. Like that's a... That's a big spot or hump to get over in the world of pop culture. Absolutely. Right. You remember those days where we would, you know, just see one of the instructors in an article or, you know, even more exciting, see them anywhere on television. (laughs) And that was like all over the OPMP. You know, everybody's like a million likes. Like we were just all shocked. Yeah. Now it's like more common. It's an everyday occurrence. We talked about in the open before you were here, but like our Peloton in the news segment this week, I don't know that it's ever been longer. Yeah. It's it's, it's uh, crazy. We we have a very long list today. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, and then uh, I guess speaking of that, you also uh, were kind enough to capture some video uh, from the, what, the Today Show? Yeah. Yeah. The Today Show. And I think um, this is, this is awesome. Um, uh, Carson Daly of the Today Show is going to be doing has already likely already done it. I think it's a recording uh, interview with um, Alex Toussaint to talk about, you know, his rise and, and how he got into cycling. And he also, it sounds like based on listening to what Carson was saying, he also has been working with Alex to curate his playlist for <laughs> tomorrow's 3.30 uh, p.m. Eastern time um, hit ride. I mean, and again, so Carson can you even contributed some of his, you know, his favorites to the playlist. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. That's, that's amazing. I just, again, it's just like, Crazy that we're having that conversation. Carson Daly is working with Alex Toussaint to, you know, put together a little playlist. No big right. deal. No big deal. Right. No big deal. <laughs> he, you know, he calls him in, in, in the, you know, his his life coach and he's like <laughs> inspired by Alex, which I mean, I, I, I you know, bias, but I, I can absolutely I can absolutely understand anybody. Regardless of whether you're a celebrity or not, you get to kind of know Alex and you, you, you can feel you can feel his character. I, right. I really love his saying the uh, you yeah. woke up today. So smile. He always says smile. You woke up today. I really love that. I know he yeah. has a lot of good ones, but that one always gets me right here because it's right. usually early in the morning and I'm like, thank you. I needed that <laughs> reminder. <laughs> that was awesome. I think that's going to be fun. I can't wait to see the interview on Friday and I'll be on that ride tomorrow. Tomorrow. So it's cool. OK, so the the interview will air the same day that the podcast airs, but the class is uh, tomorrow. So for anybody listening, it'll be January 14th if they want to look it up. OK, very cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us again this week, John. Before uh, we let you go, remind everybody where they can find you. Uh, they can find me on Facebook in my Run, Lift and Live group or page. They can find me on Instagram, uh, Run, Lift and Live or at runliftandlive.com. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually 
really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. (laughs) I didn't make a sandwich with these. I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clip Out listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. So it was announced this week, he says gingerly, yeah, that uh, Peloton is removing another hashtag and related hashtags from their options, which is stop the steal. Yep. They followed uh, suit with basically every other uh, social media platform. I mean, what, like, like Twitter, uh, Facebook? Twitter, yes. Pinterest, I, I even saw YouTube today. Yeah. Um, Friendster, <laughs> MySpace. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty widespread. It's yeah. pretty widespread. Shopify, PayPal. Yes. For real. Like, yeah, not, and not Amazon. Joking. Did yeah. you see Amazon already? Uh, that I was did one not, of them. but they did. I believe that they did too. And yeah. so, yeah. So, um, so if people are trying to use those, it they will no longer uh, function. So, mm-hmm. And you can't start it. Like, it, they not only took it down, they also blocked it so you cannot start a new group, like a new hashtag gotcha. either. Awesome. So, there you go. That happened. That did happen. We've talked in the past about uh, these surveys that uh, Peloton has been sending out to people. Yes. And they sent out another one recently about heart rate zone training. Yeah. So I guess um, somebody was listening to a past episode where we had talked about you really don't see a lot of heart rate zone Mm -hmm. training anymore. And uh, they they reached out to me to let me know that they had recently gotten a survey specifically talking about heart rate zone training. And it got them wondering, does this mean it's coming back? Got their heart rate up. <laughs> yeah, it's already it, it working. did. It did. <laughs> um, and, you know, would it just be on the bike? Would it be back to the tread? Because there were there were heart rate zoning zone classes on the tread as well. Um, while we're on that note, I've gotten other surveys. I've been hesitant to talk about them because just just I want to be clear. I, I guess I've gone a little back and forth. I feel like Peloton is kind of figuring out what they want to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind talking about the fact that they have marketing research. They're doing marketing research. But I also don't like to completely like 
ruin it. Right. You know? Yeah. It, it, so I don't and know. I've just because they're asking the question doesn't, doesn't mean, mean it's going to happen. Doesn't mean the answer is going to be yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been hesitant to talk about those. So if you guys are hearing things from other places, that is that's why I'm just eh, I don't know. I have I have mixed feelings about it, including this one. I wasn't sure if I, we should really even mention it. Yeah, I get it. It's the things we struggle with. Yeah. <laughs> Peloton in the news. Okay, here we go. I, this is going to be a workout. There's a lot of in the news. All right. So let's start with what I think is kind of an an anti in the news. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand what happened. So uh, Jess Sims was supposed to be on live with Kelly and Ryan. Right. And so I went to try and find footage because they post like full episodes on their website. So I was like, oh, I'll get footage to play while we talk about it on our YouTube uh, version of the show. And uh, so she was supposed to be on Monday and she got bumped. And at the end of Monday, they said, she'll, but she'll be here on Tuesday along with somebody that was going to do like some sort of like uh, like boxing fitness jump around thing. I know it has a fancy name, but keep in mind which one of the two of us was researching yeah, this, right? Yeah. And so, uh, so then I was like, okay, so I'll go look at the Tuesday episode, and that person was on there. But Jess Sims was not, and they made no reference to her. And so then I went to watch Wednesdays to see if she maybe popped up there, and she was not on Wednesdays. And so then I went to look at Thursdays, except we record on Wednesdays, so I didn't go to look at Thursday at all. So I don't know, but they... TBD? Yeah, but they absolutely announced her, and it's like Fitness Week on Live with Kelly and Ryan. So, I mean, what the heck? Yeah. Maybe she'll just be on later this week. I I don't don't know, know, but they did not seem to reference her on the other shows. I did not watch every second of those shows because... um, I don't know if I've mentioned this. It's live with Kelly and Ryan. Right. So I have absolutely no interest in watching. Them. Okay. But, uh, but, but so maybe they did, but I could not find it if they did. Okay. So there you go. Well, we tried to give you some news. We it turned tried. into anti news. <laughs> I really like this next article. From uh, E! Online, uh-huh. which is another like major source to be talking about Peloton. Yeah. You won't believe what your favorite Peloton instructors used to do for a living. Yeah, this one um, was really great. It walks through a whole bunch of the instructors and what they used to do before. And it shows them side by side. So yeah. if you are not watching our YouTube channel, you should just for this or go check out the article. But it shows like what they did then, a picture of them at work. It shows a picture of them now. So I've seen Tune Day. I've seen Olivia. And then there's uh, Adrian. And it talks about why they left what they left. Yeah. And um, it's just kind of great. Like Just Sims, is they have a picture of her as a teacher. Like it's great. Like, that's just crazy. She's a kindergarten teacher, and now she's just Sims. There you go. So who had the uh, most interesting or surprising job in your mind? You know, I always forget about Olivia Omato because hers is interesting to me, and I don't know why it doesn't stick in my mind. She was she was in the financial services industry, okay. and she quit to become an instructor. Like, I, she just like wasn't like, nope, I'm not doing that anymore. Gotcha. I haven't seen Robin on this one. Robin's her story is always fascinating to me. Uh, what is Aditi saying? Was she a model? Was that what that just said? It says uh, uh, sometimes mom truly does not know best because it was, in fact, the finance grad's mother who first suggested she explore life as an instructor while she was staying with her parents in Bangalore, India. I hope I said that right. You did. OK, uh, let's see. 
I don't know. It's going on with all her bio, but it's not saying what she used to do. Yeah, I think she was a model. I think yeah. I think that's her on a catwalk is what that is. Gotcha. Um, well, and we know that she was uh, an aspiring actress because we posted an article on our site a, well, a while back that we wrote. That's right. About her appearance in other and television shows that you may have might have, might have watched. She was on. Sherlock yes Sherlock that's right and she was also on like an episode of inside Amy Schumer and and things like that yeah very cool yeah I really like seeing the history of like how they got from point A to point B absolutely it's always fascinating to me it's also kind of inspiring in some ways to be like absolutely just because of where you're at doesn't mean it's where you're gonna be that's right yeah never give up on your dreams and then moving right along page six had an article uh (laughs) about Peloton trainers share their fittest photos. I.e. most skin. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So they have pictures of Allie and Alex and Cody showing off their physiques. Yes. And Ben Aldis. Again, if you are not on our YouTube channel, this might be a good time to join. You're missing all the pictures. (laughs) Uh, Jess King. Jen Sherman. That's Leanne. Uh, I didn't, oh, okay. I like I, her glasses, like kind of oh, to overtake her face in that. <laughs> I know. I thought it was an ad. I was starting to scroll right by it. I thought it was an ad. And Kendall. Kendall. So yeah, I mean, there's 22 of them. So there's a lot of them that get pictured. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure that it's because they know that like uh, half naked attractive people will really bring in the clicks. Yes. So I remember where I work years ago. There was. A rumor that we were going to be doing the lingerie football league, <laughs> and oh dear. Uh, which is a valid sport, mm-hmm. you know. But it was funny. So a news, a local news channel, wrote an article about how awful it was that we were going to do the lingerie football league and how we shouldn't do it, and it's really bad. And how dare they do that there? And in case you're f- not familiar with what the lingerie football league is, here's a slideshow with 47 pictures for you to look at. <laughs> And it was like the highest viewed story on their site for like a week. And it's just like, this is so awful. Look at it. And then look at it again. And then look at it from this angle. And then look at it from over here. So they shamed you and. (laughs) And scored the clicks off at the bastards. Nice. Nicely done. Moving on to our next item in the news, HuffPost had an article about five exercises you should do in the morning, according to experts. And I think we all know the Peloton people now officially rate as experts, and they were featured in the article. It's really cool to see them being quoted and all these different places. I didn't get to read this one. Was there, uh, did, like, if you scroll down, was there anything? Did they go through the whole workout? Yeah, I mean, they just give you all sorts of things and they just and you know, okay, so like yoga, they're basically saying things like different poses that you can do in the morning, right? Um, to like get you woken up and stuff. Yeah, and then here's an, uh, a quote from Kristen McGee. She says that the tree pose is the perfect starting point for a morning exercise. I would think you'd start with the seed pose and work your way up to a tree. <laughs> And then Allure Magazine has a, a story about Allie Love breaking down her five-minute beauty routine. Yeah, she goes through you like what she does for her makeup and her skincare. Like she she lists it all out, and of course they have all the different uh, products that you can buy there. She talks about why she uses each one and how it helps her. Uh, and like there, you know, things that she can do quickly keep her skin clean, which obviously, if you're going to be working out all the time, is super important. So if you haven't seen that, it might be something you want to check out, get some ideas. 
and well and good, which uh, must be having a lot of luck with Peloton articles because it seems like they write one almost weekly. I feel like I'm saying well and good almost every week on the show. Yeah, you uh, do. And they have for years. Yeah. I will give them that. And uh, they have an article called I'm a Peloton Tread Coach and Fitness Journaling Keeps Me Grounded in My Training. Yes, and uh, I am blanking on the name of the uh, the individual that sent this to me, but uh, she sent this to me, and it is all about Bex Gentry mm-hmm. talking through how to use a fitness journal and what you can get out of it. Things like using the workouts to motivate you for next time. Like, did you did you reach the the speed that you wanted to? And to see your process kind of get better over time. Right. When you don't write it down, sometimes you I might be guilty of this. Don't see your progress because your progress might take six to 12 months. Like it might be like, you know, it might go from like point one to point two to point three. And right. you don't necessarily take note of those things sure. and remember how long it's been from point to point. So she talks through how this, this fitness journal can really help you with details like that to celebrate every win and to not be so hard on yourself and to motivate you when you're in times of like, oh, I, I don't want to do this or I'm not getting anywhere. Fitness achievements can be like watching grass grow and it's just it, you don't notice it and then all of a sudden you're there. But a lot of times too with fitness, it's like you don't realize you're there until there's something to really bring it, make you notice it like you got to lift a super heavy box or something. So or walk up four flights of stairs. So, yeah, I think that would come in very handy. And that article is very lengthy. Like there's lots of details. It's not just like. You know, it's not just a five minute. Yeah, it's like there's lots of tips in there. So if that sounds like something that interests you, you should absolutely check it out. And it'll be in our show notes or in the newsletter at theclipout.com. And then techround.co.uk has an interview with Kevin Cornells. Am I saying that right? I always thought it was Cornelius. Well, it's it's spelled. It's not spelled like that. It's though. not spelled that way. I so, truly don't know. Yeah. And he's the international managing director at Peloton. Yes. Yes, he is. Um, and uh, I got to be honest, there's really nothing groundbreaking in this article because we've kind of talked about all these things before. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with the UK not being around in the Peloton totally. world that long for them, these are you know, these are questions that need to be asked. Like, what can yeah. we hope to see from Peloton? And what was the inspiration for Peloton? But I think it's worth noting that, like, you're starting to see, as you said, we have all these different people in the news, right? right. But also, it's starting to be, oh, we're having, like, high-level people interviewed internationally as yeah. well. Not just the instructors, right. but people who work behind the scenes. And I feel like you're starting to see, when we were talking earlier in, in the episode about how it used to be so exciting when you see a Peloton instructor in the news, like, it would that was a rarity and you would get excited about it. Now it's an everyday, sometimes multiple times a day occurrence i think you're starting to see more and more of that you're starting to see that growth pattern internationally they're kind of like two or three years behind in that regard but you're starting to see it accelerate so which is i think a good projection for the fact that it's working in other countries absolutely and then runner's world had an article about how to ride your way to a stronger run Yeah and and so the whole point Of this article and by the way Matt Wilpers Is featured prominently in it but the whole point Of this article is it was about cross Training mm-hmm. that this person wanted to get faster And better as a, a Runner and his doctor or his trainer Had him 
do a lot of training on the bike. He only ran two days a week and he was biking the rest of it. And he cut like 15 minutes off of his marathon time, his best marathon oh, time wow. by doing that. Yeah, he was recovering from an injury. That's what started it all. And uh, and Matt Wilpers talks about why. Like there's there's a there's a quote from him in there and he talks about why. But but long story short, it's basically because you use different muscles. And if you if you run all the time, if you're a runner and all you do is run, then like your hamstrings get super strong, but your quads aren't necessarily, your quads, the the calves, your calves aren't necessarily okay. getting strong. Maybe it's vice versa. You guys should go read the article. But <laughs> it, it brings up a lot of like, if you're only doing one thing, it's making some of your muscles way stronger than others. And by cross training, you can keep everything kind of growing at the same pace. Gotcha. And then you won't, it, you have, a le- then you have a less chance of hurting yourself because everything's growing at the same time. Okay. So. That seems to make sense. It does. And they are professionals. Yeah. We'll let them do their job. <laughs> and then uh, we have an article from self.com about uh, the Peloton Bike Plus is as good as everyone says it is. They're very, uh, very <laughs> strong proponent of the Bike Plus. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's not a ton to read in this article that you guys don't already know. Uh, well, I mean, maybe maybe you guys don't. Like a lot of people do ask still. Yeah, totally. Is it Bike Plus? Is it is, worth is the it worth upgrade? Getting? Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times I feel like it, it boils down to a couple of things. Like, are you going to use auto feature follow? Auto follow, not auto feature. Are you going to use that where the instructor says on on demand classes only, okay, increase by two, and your bike automatically increases by two regardless of where you are? I have to say, I've really enjoyed that feature. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, the other thing is the swivel monitor for doing classes on the floor. Not necessary for me because we have lots of different places to do classes but it's convenient to do when you're doing a bike boot camp for sure and i really i i think that the bike plus i fit better on it than i did the original interesting so i don't think that it's like a must-have but i feel like they're going to eventually there's going to be some things that just aren't going to be able to get rolled out to the very first one so and that makes sense there you know Frustrating for some, I'm sure, but I I get it. I think it's just a foregone conclusion at some point. I think we have a long time before that happens, though. But uh, also, I think that it's worth noting that self.com finally acknowledged peloton <laughs> like i mean that's that's kind of a big deal is in it and of itself it yeah was, so i didn't realize they talk, that self magazine like they they do like all these things it's like it's for directed at women mostly right. and it's directed at like all the things that are awesome in life mm-hmm. you know like for I'd say maybe a 20s age, 30s age. And um, I feel like they have a lot of fitness stuff in there. Right. And they never, I've never seen Peloton featured in that. So I just kind of felt like that was the greater point. Yeah. <laughs> I've never, yeah, I've never noticed. I Obviously, I don't pay attention to that. But that's fascinating. Again, I think they've reached a new level. Yeah. You know, if you're looking for something to augment your Peloton usage. You might want to consider... A tonal. We've had so many listeners <laughs> scoop up tonals and just positively rave about them. We we really have. Um, it's uh, it's incredible. Um, how many people love it as much as I do? I mean, yeah. everything is done for you. That's the thing. You don't need to think. You just you set it. And you just forget it. Right. And it does everything after that. And for people who um, are new to weightlifting or intimidated by weightlifting, aren't sure what they're doing, this thing is for you because it's going to walk you through everything you need to know. And you're going to do you're going to you're going to burn fat. You're going to get stronger and you're going to do it without 
thinking about it. You're still going to be having fun. So things that you might want to know, Tonal lifts up to 200 pounds and they have all kinds of classes. They now have HIT. They now have yoga. They just added a whole bunch of new yoga classes this week and several new yoga guest instructors. Yeah, they've been getting some some big names. I know it's not yoga specifically, but mm-hmm. the, like the, well, Tony Porton from P90X mm-hmm. has done a bunch of stuff with them. And uh, I mean, it really is like having a personal trainer in your house for much less than a personal trainer would cost you. It, it is. And I can't I can't even pick one thing that I'm like, here's the thing you're going to love the most because I love so many of the things. But um, it's a great machine. It's a beautiful machine. I'm very happy with it. Uh, so if you are interested, here's what you do. You, to try Tonal for 30 days risk-free, you go to www.tonal.com and you can get $100 off the smart accessories when you use the promo code the clipout at checkout. That's www.tonal.com, promo code the clipout. Tonal. Be your strongest. Peloton Celebrity Sightings. So we don't have any video for this one, but apparently Peloton was featured and will continue to be featured. Has been continued to be featured. I guess this is happening all the time. Yeah, on The Bachelor. I guess the new Bachelor has a Peloton. Yeah, apparently he loves it. Um, our, our listener Liz Ledlow reached out to us and she said that it's front and center and the bachelor, whoever it is this season, mm-hmm. is like on his Peloton all the time. So there's like all these shots of him on the Peloton. Um, so if you uh, <laughs> if you watch The Bachelor, I guess you probably already know that. But yeah. there you go. <laughs> but it's also if you don't watch The Bachelor, it's also just even if you hate a show like The Bachelor, a lot of people do. I have my own reality shows that are oh, all totally. that great. So like I am not judging people for liking The Bachelor, but. It's still just another place that it's like that Peloton is reaching out its tentacles into. (laughs) It is everywhere. Speaking of. (laughs) Speaking of everywhere. Well, there's a place it's not yet. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, that's not true. Oh. That's not true. So we're segueing into our next story about there. Obviously, someone new will be moving into the White House, whether you. You, regardless of how you feel about that, that's going to occur. And Joe Biden has a Peloton, and as does his campaign manager, as a matter of fact. Oh. So there's an article on CNN that mentions uh, just Joe Biden uh, them moving in his Peloton into the White House. But don't forget, Ivanka Trump and, and Jared Kushner had a Peloton. And so they had... A, Did so, they live in the White House when they, they had... That's, that's the what House. I meant. Okay, but I mean, but it is definitely White House adjacent that there were Absolutely. people Absolutely. Well, and the Obamas have one, too. Yeah, totally. Um, so, But the reason I was saying that it's not there yet is because the, the thing that caught me on this article was that they haven't moved it yet, that they're trying to figure out how to do it. Right. It hasn't been approved because I guess everything has to go through an approval process. Makes sure. perfect sense. Well, I think they're worried about the fact that the Peloton has a camera built in. Right, that's what it. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I was getting to. Sorry. That, uh, yeah, the, the camera, like, it's not approved because yeah. you, can, you can have communication. So that's that's not cool. And there's always security <laughs> issues with new technology. Like yeah. there, were, there were issues with, like, like Obama didn't, I think it was Obama, didn't want to use a BlackBerry. He wanted to use an iPhone. and But government workers at the time all had Blackberries because those were the ones that were the most secure. So was they that, had that long ago. Yeah, that so they, was still a thing. Yeah. So they had to figure out how to make an iPhone like secure, super secure. Super secure. And so and, and so I, I guess it's open up now. But but that was a big thing. And that was part of what had kept BlackBerry afloat for so long was that all the government workers still had to use Blackberries. And that kind of shifted that. I mean, also, I think the first president to send an email, 
I think was Clinton. What? Yeah. So I mean, like that. So I mean, so and I think he. I memory serves. I think he only sent one. Like he what? sent one email. Like he was not an email guy. So oh, that's so, I mean, so funny. Yeah. So it's like God, okay. I suddenly feel ancient. Yeah. So it's technology <laughs> always uh, creates issues for the Secret Service and trying to keep presidents safe. Well, we can just not go back in history that far again. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, you know, I mentioned last week that like the next kind of level of- level for Peloton success is when they start getting mentioned in songs. And someone pointed out to us that uh, mm-hmm. that two chains <laughs> actually references Peloton in a song called Feel Away. Yes. Um which I believe is a cover of uh, Steal Away no. from Seals and Croft. No. 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 no? Okay. But uh, with, <laughs> which also features Kanye West and Brent Fias, I guess yes. I'm saying and, that properly. And featuring the line, Shorty gonna ride me like a Peloton. <laughs> I, I believe it's pronounced shoddy. Oh, oh that shoddy. could be. That yes. could be. That's that's how it's spelled in, on lyrics.com anyway. Okay. S-H-A-W. Okay. Okay. I still thought so. there was an R in there. My bad. My no, bad. So, <laughs> so there you go. So Peloton. Peloton has made it to song. Yes. Look at that. <laughs> what's next, guys? <laughs> uh, country songs. That's what's next. Okay. But that'll be like three years from now. Yeah. <laughs> They're in the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we roll. That's yeah. I'm sure right now Peloton Peloton was probably always like, How did somebody in St. Louis start the podcast? For real. <laughs> we know. We know it's weird. <laughs> We're just we we don't belong in the Midwest we at heart, is the thing. <laughs> Checking out the competition. Then the website Tom's Guide. Uh, just, Which I have mixed feelings about, well, and not, not because it's named. It's Tom. not my guide. I know. Just to be so, you can you can listen to them uh, at least grant them some degree of credibility because it's not me <laughs> guiding you about yes. this stuff. But they have an article about Bowflex launching a new smart treadmill and cardio machine. Watch out, Peloton, <laughs> which is really just code for we need to put Peloton in the headline. I know, I know. So people will click on this. <laughs> right? For SEO, even though this has nothing to do with Peloton, why don't you go ahead and put Peloton in there? Yes, yes. That's exactly what happened. Um, so, yeah, Bowflex, they now have a new uh, treadmill. It's Treadmill 22 and a Max Trainer M9. Both of them came out with these pretty large screens. I really just thought it was interesting to note because there's more. It's just yet another. There's so many competitors at this point. Right. I don't even I don't even bring them up every week when there's new news because that's all we would ever talk about. Totally. But uh, I feel like this one is worth noting because uh, they Bowflex won the uh, CES Innovation of the Year for their VeloCore bike. OK. So I thought that was interesting. And that's um, the one that goes side to side. Yes. OK. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, Go know, side you, were, side. you were riding your bike. It's like boys in the hood, front and back, side to side. <laughs> then I let my Alpine play. Sorry. I'll do the whole song. No. Okay, that's probably for the best. New content. So right after we got done recording last week, it was announced that there was a new artist series featuring Miley Cyrus. Yes. It's the first ride where you have to do it with your tongue sticking out the entire time. 
<laughs> Does she still do that? Uh, well, the ad definitely had yeah. her doing that. So I assume <laughs> I assume that they said that label sent the artwork. So, sure. I, you know, I, I assumed that that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. So she had a ride with Jess King and a run with Rebecca Kennedy and a flow with Aditi Shaw and a core workout with Maddie Majacomo. So if you missed out on any of those and Miley is your thing, make sure to check those out. And then also there's another new artist collaboration with Tiesto? Yes. Did I say I'm, that right? I actually don't know. Or is it Tiesto? I, I believe it's Tiesto. Okay. From my, my sad Spanish education that I had so okay, many well, years ago. Okay, well, if it's Spanish, then I would think it's Tiesto. Yes. Okay, I just assumed it was Spanish because that looks like a Spanish word. It does look like a Spanish word. Yeah. I agree. I'm not trying to, to like... I don't know. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But <laughs> I'm not trying to add cultural stuff <laughs> that's not there to the at top, all. But it does look like a Spanish word. It does. Yeah. Okay. So now that we've butchered that, right? Um, Tiesto artist collaboration, and uh, there this week there was a ride with Matt Wilpers and Eric Yeager, and then um, run with Bex Gentry and strength with Ben Aldis. Uh, so this apparently is dance music, and okay. they say you will not stop dancing until long after each class is over. Mm. Neither of those were really my thing. I, I mean, I, sure, but you know, I really I'm just so impressed with the fact that they keep. Broadening absolutely the reach of I, those. I agree. Like, I mean, and obviously it doesn't matter since I don't do it. But, but like, neither of those artists are my my thing either. But like, I'm really impressed with how they don't just stay in one or two lanes. It'd be so easy to just be like rock country, a rock country top forty. And but they are all over the board with the different artist collaborations that they're creating, which is which is great because the user base is so large that exactly there's going to be people that are super excited about this stuff. Even if for us we're just like meh. Yeah, and I mean, to me, every time I, I'm not into something, I'm just like, oh, well, that's great, because that means a bunch of people who aren't into it when I'm excited are right. now into it. Totally. Like, that's, and that's how it should be. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, uh, a new apparel line dropped. It's probably yep. gone by the time you hear this. No, I, oh, I don't really? think that it has. Okay. Uh, but there are some things that we need to talk about with this. First Let's of all, uh, none of the apparel was interesting to me. Okay. Um, I, I say that because it falls into the exact same category as what I was talking about with sure. the artist collaboration. Yeah. That's great because that means a bunch of other people were super happy. Right. Okay. Big change to the website occurred today. Uh, and this was confirmed by our friend Bob Tremore. Okay. He checked over on the back end. And um, they changed all of the website's inventory. And it's like all filtered by size now. So when you go in, you don't have to go in, look at an item. Then choose your size, oh, okay. then find out it's out of stock, and then go all the way through the process for each item. Now you can be like, I want to only look at small. Gotcha. And here's all of the options for small. Gotcha. Boom. It's amazing. I think they uh, took that from Pornhub. Let's you do the same thing. Does it? Yeah. Does it? Yeah. You know, you're definitely more familiar with the old Pornhub than I am. So, <laughs> if you I, say so. I've invited you. But no, seriously, it, it's, uh, it is kind of like... like Famous footwear or or if you're yeah, on Kohl's, yeah. like you can be like, you know, when I'm shopping for graphic tees, because it's pretty much the only thing I buy, graphic mm-hmm. tees and hoodies. And uh, but you can, and matching shoes. Right. And you can say only show me XL. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, OK. So one more thing to mention about this. Uh, it has come to my attention that there's no more free shipping option. Interesting. Somebody ordered $250 worth of clothes and they had to pay shipping. Oof. 
Uh, yeah, it's always been over 50 is free. Yeah, there's no drop down. So I was like, well, that can't be right. Reach out to customer service. And apparently customer service is like, oh, we'll reimburse it when your order is fulfilled. Say what now? Um, but the who shot who and the what now? What's that? So I don't know if this is some kind of glitch because of the changes they made. Gotcha. Or if it's like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. And it might all be cleared up by tomorrow. And but if you got charged and you shouldn't have been charged. You need to take a look at that and maybe reach out to customer yeah, service because that's not cool. Even if the long term plan is to not have free shipping in the short term, they might at least give you some money back on this one. So, yeah, give, give it a shot. Yeah. Be the squeaky wheel we advise you not to be in the beginning of the show. We're full of mixed messages yes, today. We are a contradiction wrapped in a riddle mm-hmm. wrapped in a chicken nugget. Well, I am. Man, oh man, do you love your AG1? I really do. You do. It's a wonderful tasting drink, and it also makes me feel good. Like, it's a great way to start the day. Uh, You know, I grew up, my dad always had things like tomato juice first thing in the morning. I feel like AG1 is my tomato juice. (laughs) (laughs) This generation's V8. Yes, I I do. Uh, But I love the way it makes me feel. It's like I get all of my vitamins, and I'm ready for the day just with a drink. And like I said, it's a good taste. Drink. And it can help replace your, your multivitamin just by drinking an AG1 every day. Yes. And not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. It also has vitamin C and zinc to support my immune health. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why I've partnered with them for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase at drinkag1.com slash clip out. That's drinkag1.com slash clip out. Check it out. Yeah. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Angelo Poli. He is an internationally recognized expert in fitness and nutrition. And after recovering from a crippling injury, he brought to light a whole new way of thinking about health, fitness and weight loss, which led him to found MetPro. Right. Right. It's an evaluation based health coaching program which specializes in transformations. Now, if you're like me, you're like. I don't know what any of that means. You're going to find so, out, Tom. He's gonna, he's gonna, that's why he's here. Yes. That's why he's here. So using, it uses a process called metabolic profiling, mm-hmm. okay, and it analyzes your metabolism and provides an individualized approach to health goals. So, But here's about him. Back to, Over the years, 20 and counting, he's worked with Olympic athletes, NFL MVPs, physique models, business leaders. He's been featured in outlets like Men's Health, Sports Illustrated, The Wall Street Journal, which leads to the next question. Angelo, why are you talking to us? (laughs) You have all those big pieces. I have so much to learn about Peloton. That's why I'm here. (laughs) To learn at your feet, Tom. Now, I hear Crystal knows a thing or two, but you're really the guru, right? She's... I'm just here uh, to make dick jokes. (laughs) That's what I do. Oh, no. (laughs) So. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I think we should hear from you, Angelo. In your words, what is MetPro? (laughs) I'm still figuring that out. It's a lot of fun. That's what MetPro is. I mean, it's fun for me. Everybody else has to go through the the uh, enduring all the 
grueling exercise and nutrition, but it's easy for me. It's not going to hurt me a bit. Um, <laughs> no, I, I'll give you the, the cliff notes. So I, w- I was years and years and millennia and millennia ago. I was 22, 23 years old. I was a personal trainer. I thought I was going to change the world with dumbbells, injured my back, walked with a cane for almost a decade. Whoa. Uh, almost, almost just got out of the business. But I decided, you know, I, I was just too fascinated and too passionate about the topic specifically of transformation. Seeing those shows, the extreme makeovers and the and the transformation stories. And that, that really does mean something for each, every person, not just weight loss transformation is, is, is bigger than that. But a lot of times it is about weight loss. And so I, I, I really dove into the, the science and the strategy of coaching people. And so my work for the last two decades has been all around developing some technology and a coaching model to help people achieve transformations. And we do high touch one-on-one makeover programs and we have a, a whole suite of tools that are downloadable for people that are just wanting to get started. But that's all the boring stuff. I came to tell you all my secrets. <laughs> so um, you can ask Annie, and I'm going to tell you all, 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 the, all the secrets of how, how we help the pros, the celebrities, and the exciting people transform. Yeah, so you guys do you know, this like questionnaire to kind of figure out. You come at it like from a very sciencey place. So you want to understand where people are, where their metabolic level is, and then you continue to tweak it. But how do you do that? Like it, it's, if it's all, you're not taking blood tests. So, so like how? <laughs> how? Yeah. No, that's a great question. And by the way, I am a fan of all the sciencey nerdy stuff and I even like blood tests. I'm the rare guy, please. I want a blood test. Uh, but uh, no, I, I'm, I'm interested in what functionally works for people. So I'd like to share with you guys the five things that our coaches do. And I know you're just starting with one of our coaches. I am, so yes. you're, just, you're just scratching the surface on that. But in the next 30 days, you're going to go over these five different topics with your coach who's going to walk with you hand in hand through them. But first, I want to say this. I've been in this industry for uh, ever decades. And I've personally dieted about 20,000 people. Wow. And I'm not saying that to sound braggadocious. I'm saying it because in the industry, there's this psychology that if somebody doesn't get the result they want, they don't follow through with a diet or their body isn't perfect. It's just because they don't have willpower determination. And that's garbage. That's just not true. I've worked with thousands and thousands of people. What I can tell you is that my experience is that most people are willing to put in hard work as long as they're getting results. There's no greater human motivator than seeing progress. When you see progress, people are willing to put in the work. It's that there is so much behind the scenes science uh, when it comes to understanding metabolism that when somebody tries their best and they're met with marginal or little results, it is very defeating. I it's soul crushing. It is. Yeah. yeah. And there's always that lag time because it's delayed gratification, which is not something Americans excel at. No. Let's be honest. And, <laughs> and, uh, and so there, there's that there's that gap time between when you start. 
you know, quote unquote, punishing yourself <laughs> by eating less. And that starts. And then it's it's a while before you actually see the results. And even if you see the results on the scale, you know, how much di- how much different do you really look at five pounds or seven pounds? Like, that's a healthy dump. Right. Like that's, <laughs> no, no, it is. And so, you know. You know you don't look radically different. And so it's a while before you start to really see like, hey, I'm looking different. <laughs> so we'll, we'll come back to the uh, the spotlights, um, you know, putting Tom on the spot to see if we can get him interested uh, in, in, in a little bit of this. But let me let me give Tom my very best pitch. OK, because here is here's what I believe. And then you decide for yourself if you believe this also. So I believe with the right strategy, you can achieve the goal that you're after as long as it's within the scope of being realistic. And there's people that call me up and say, hey, Angela, I want to do this. And I say, yeah, you're not going to do that. Uh-uh. <laughs> but here's what we can do. I'm interested in science. So when somebody wants to achieve a goal, the problem is that we say, lose weight, burn fat, build muscle. Everybody raises their hand and says, you know what I want to do? And I say, yes, I know what you want to do. You want to tone up. You want to have more energy. You want to burn body fat. And you want to build muscle. Sound about right? Like, perfect. Let me tell you what you're going to pay me for. I'm going to help you figure out which one of those items you're going to do first and which ones we're going to ignore. Because if you try and do all of them, you're going to achieve none of them. The missing link <laughs> is the science. It's the oh. science. You have to know how to approach it. She's laughing. I'm She's laughing. laughing. So, so this morning, because here's why. So this morning, she was struggling. She's like, they, I want to do this, but then I got to stop doing this other thing. I want like they, to lose the weight. I got to do cardio, but I don't want to do less strength training. And she's like, but everybody says something different. What should I do? And I said, one of yes. them. Just do one of them. Stop trying to do all of them. Like, like I don't know who's right, but none of them are probably wrong. So instead of like doing four weeks of this and then three weeks, I'm like, just pick one and decide that's like, I don't care what God you believe in, but you, but there, you only get one. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. Okay. This is great. This is great. And he gave so, me the look while you were I gave talking. Him the look that I was like, I just told you that. I just told you this. If the oh, fat guy's right. telling you this, he's, he's, he's a guru. Tom's the guru. He was right all along. So here's the reason it's so frustrating because when you go online and you Google any of those topics, you say, how do I burn fat? You're going to get literally 10,000 answers. But here's the problem every one of them are correct. Right. Not that they're all wrong, it's that all of them work. Hey, I was around in the 80s. I remember the sweatbands, the the shorty shorts and running through the park. And guess what I saw? Stunning physiques, healthy body. I was around in the 90s. We're all in the gym pumping iron. And guess what I saw? Stunning physiques, healthy bodies. I remember in early 2000s, we marched all the carbs out back and shot them. It was was a firing squad. Carbs are bad. And guess what I saw? Stunning physiques healthy bodies right what about in the I, 30s where they had that vibrating belt that they put around them and they like the three trying to get them. did that work to bring that bad boy back <laughs> bring it back <laughs> so the question is what will work for you and that fundamentally is what my entire company is about metabolic profiling answer what will work for you because they all work 
you don't take your car to the mechanic, drop it off, and then when you pick it up, say, by the way, before I go, I was wondering, which is the best tool, the screwdriver or the wrench? Because I hear really good things about the wrench this time of year. You know, it's a ridiculous question. Right. That's true. What's the right tool for the job? And you can't know that without baseline testing and identifying your metabolic profile to determine where your starting point is, what your next steps are, and what your end point will likely be. And so that that's what I would I would love to dive into and share with you basically the five ways we get there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Tell us. Share your wisdom. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, I don't know about wisdom, but I'm going to share something. So the first thing we do is we have a goal setting session. And as I already mentioned, really, that revolves around deciding what we're going to focus on and what we don't have time for yet. It doesn't mean what's best, what's healthy, what it means, where our starting point is. Now, for my NFL player who's wanting to take their performance to the next level and extend their career, his starting point is going to be a little different than, you know, the, my grandparents who simply want more energy to play with the grandkids. It doesn't mean that we're going to use an inferior science with either of them. You also want to know your body type. That's going to play in. So what's right for one person doesn't automatically mean it's right for the next. Your body type does influence that. Now, you have to throw out a little bit of the marketing lingo that, that revolves around body types. Think of it more in terms of a spectrum and a genetic predisposition. And what you have is, because you're going to have traits of multiple body types. You have lots of pieces of genetics that go into each of us. We're not defined by one strict body type. But we are going to have leanings. So what you have on one end of the spectrum is that ectomorphic body type. So slender build, petite frame, long arms, longer legs, doesn't gain body fat in their extremities. Usually think of kind of the runner's build. They eat food and you wonder where it goes. It vanishes. If they put on weight, it tends to go to their belly, not their butt. Ectomorph body type. Then you have the mesomorph body type, which is kind of halfway in between the spectrum. Just kind of that medium build. Typically, the, the Goldilocks zone in high school at that age where it's like the jock build or the, you know, I have muscle, but I'm not too big. I'm not too small. Later in life, it's a little easier to put on a few extra pounds. Tom, you're in a mesomorphic body type. <laughs> it's like, I'm built like a booger. Is there a, <laughs> is there, what's that called? That's awesome. Then there's, <laughs> then there's the other end of the spectrum, and that's the endomorphs. A lot of your athletes are the real stocky, broader shoulders, thicker musculature, sturdy bones, and they are strong naturally. If they even glance at a pair of dumbbells, they put on five pounds of muscle, which is awesome. But they have to be conscious of gaining weight, especially as they age, and their hormonal profile is a little different. So first we look at what are your goals? Where are you on the body type spectrum to get an idea of your predisposition? And then we need to look at point two, your lifestyle. So I want to know, do you travel? How many kids do you have? Are you married? Do you have family? Are you at home? Do you take meals socially? Do you take meals with the family? How do you sleep? All of these things. And it's not for the reasons you'd think. When I'm looking at trying to figure out somebody's lifestyle, believe it or not, it's as simple as this. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to sign you to eat for snacks. 
So have you ever heard the debate where snacking's good, snacking's bad? To lose weight, you want to snack often, small meals, but to lose yeah. weight, avoid snacks. Yes. I'm going to tell you why I have every one of my clients eat snacks. Nothing scientific about it. You ready? You don't take snacks with friends. They're not social meals. That simple. Huh. After two decades in the business, 20,000 transformations, I'll tell you what's important to me, what I can and can't get you to do. <laughs> so you don't call up Tom and say, hey, Tom, at 3.30, meet me in the kitchen. We're going to have an apple and 12 <laughs> almonds together. It's going to be awesome. Call all your friends. You don't do that. What do we do? We say, I'm going to have grandma over for dinner. We're going to cook a meal. And guess what? I'm on a diet. What diet? Grandma's coming over. That's sacred. We're going to eat whatever we want, whatever grandma likes. <laughs> That's why I want you to have snacks. So th there is there is scientific reasons when we're upregulating your metabolism. It's easier to spread carbohydrates across five or six meals than it is two or three meals. I mean, there there is that. But at the end of the day, I, I am pragmatic in that I, I like to win. <laughs> so I'm really interested in what's going to get someone there. So when we're talking lifestyle, we're talking, it is unique and individualized for each person. But really, I'm just trying to answer a few simple questions. What's going to work for you? It's going to work. And then that dovetails into point number three, what three of five, are you strategic or are you metabolic? So this is really important. So I love, because a lot of your listeners are athletic. Some of them are, are hardcore athletes. Others are just getting started. By the way, I'm a huge fan of the Peloton, not just brand, but community. Uh, I get to work with lots in the community, one of the greatest communities. Absolutely love them. People come to me all the time saying, I just, I, I, I'm hitting PRs. I'm, I'm getting better at my rides. I'm, I'm progressing. I'm healthier. What am I doing? What do I have to do now to master my metabolism? I want to take off the stubborn 10. Well, how do I get the next? Maybe some, some people have 50, 60, 70, 100. How do I do that? Well, the first thing that coaches are going to identify with you is if you're a strategic or metabolic. So let me describe a strategic. A strategic is someone who basically any meal plan you go on, any exercise routine you do, any program you follow is going to result in progress. The challenge is in following through with the program. That's a strategic. And the difference between someone that is successful and someone who is likely to fail is speed. I know that seems odd. Why would I say speed? When I say speed, I'm referring to how quickly you can execute on the biggest levers, the lifestyle tools, your food prep, your exercise strategy, your lifestyle routine, how effectively and quickly you can implement and act on those versus someone who is a novice, the lifestyle component. So if I tell Tom, hey, Tom, we're going to get you in amazing shape. We're going to get you a six-pack abs. All you have to do is food prep three hours a day and exercise another hour a day. Are you in? Nope. I'll get, I'll get execs that'll call me up. They'll say, Angelo, I know who you are. I know who you've worked with. 
here's what I want to do. I want to run a sub six minute mile. I want to break PRs on my deadlift and squat. I want to ride uh, and hit. I want to hit my century ride. I want to be, I want to be sub 10% body fat. I want to lose 50 pounds. Can you help me do all of these things? And my answer is sure. Now, which one do you want to do first, right? So we have to figure out where we're starting. And if you're strategic, they say to me, I know what I need to do. I just need to follow through. I said, that's what you're hiring me for. I'm going to teach you how to do the things you already know. But instead of taking four hours a day, 20 minutes, that's it. Now, the first three or four days is going to take longer than that. But once you get the routine down, it needs to actually save you time. Because if it's quicker to get in the car and hit the drive through, <laughs> we have a problem. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> we have a problem. <laughs> a metabolic. So now for the listeners who are going, yeah, 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 that's great. But I already eat healthy. Right. I'm eating clean. I'm watching my coffee. Perfect. Nobody is. But I'm eating clean. I've been do I've, I've done several diets. I've been exercising and I still can't get the stubborn last 15 off or whatever the case may be. That's when someone whose metabolism has acclimated to their intake, your metabolism has done its job continuing to simply eat clean, exercise regularly, and eat healthy is going to do what your metabolism is trying to get you to do. And that is remain in stasis, homeostasis. In other words, not change. Hmm. Our strategy for them is completely different. Now we have to take their metabolism through periodization cycle. And I'm going to teach you the secret to that. Okay. Number okay. four, baseline testing. That's that's the secret of establishing a starting point. So you you may have heard that term. You just went through that. Yeah. Crystal. Yeah. Um, and your results are very good. <laughs> and you're going to continue to get good results. So what baseline testing is, is I'm going to put you on a meal plan that is not special. Everybody needs to hear that. It's not some <laughs> special, oh, there's this ingredient or that ingredient or this supplement. No, no. I, again, I, I've seen all ingredients work. <laughs> We're ingredient agnostic here. <laughs> the meal plan that your coach puts you on. Right. I have put thousands of healthy, active women in your general sphere of demographic on before you. And I use it because it's predictable and I have data. Okay. So now when your coach comes back, to you, you're going to have this conversation probably in about six to eight days. And she's going to say to you, all right, Crystal, here's the meal plan you've been on. We know the caloric content. We know the macronutrient ratio. We know how many meals a day, the frequency of your meal. We even know the glycemic loads of the ingredients that you use to build your meal. Here is exactly how your body responded. Now, she can no more control that response than she can control the color of your eyes. Right. Her job is to accurately identify how your body responded. And it's really not rocket science because there's only three options. And she's not a anyway, rocket. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a rock. You gain weight. You lost weight or you stayed the same weight. Right. Those are the only three possible outcomes. Now, yes, there's a lot more. We're looking at a 
host of other variables having to do with appetite control and energy. And uh, But putting all that aside, just for the sake of, sake of our illustration today, she's simply looking for how your body responds. Now, I know that 72% of the demographic that you're in is going to respond exactly this way. And I've had thousands of other women go through that exact same meal plan with this response. So if she were to come back to you and say, hey, Crystal, your metabolism is really slow, you best believe her. And at least she's going to be armed with that knowledge and saying, yeah, this meal plan isn't going to work. We're going to need to start here. And if she comes back with you and says it's good news, you best believe her because she's comparing it. <laughs> and I'm telling you, it's good news, Crystal. It's good news. <laughs> Your metabolism's solid. It's going to work. We just need the, the right pieces in place. And that's for most people. They need to just identify where the metabolism is. Because here's my pet peeve in the industry. Hi, Johnny. Nice to meet you. Here's what I think you should eat. And they slide a sheet of paper across the table. They know your age, height, weight, and name. And so they think they know what you should eat. I've been doing this decades, and I still don't know what you should eat. Why? Because I need to test and see how your body responds first. Then with that information, I can say, okay, we're going to pull the calorie lever. We're going to pull the carbohydrate lever. Because there's this raging debate in the community that no calorie control, it's the gold standards, it's the Weight Watchers, it's been used since the turn of the century, it's the standards, the sports nutritionists, and then, and then the, well, look at the CrossFit community and a lot of the <laughs> High level, no, we do we do carb cycling and we do we do uh, carb manipulation. And who's right? right? They're both right. One's using a screwdriver, one's using a wrench. It's simply a matter of which tool is going to give you the most leverage. And it's as simple as this: whichever creates the biggest difference. So somebody's already used to really restricting their calories. Further restriction is only going to result in a marginal difference right. in your body composition. If somebody's used to carb restriction, I have I have people ask me this all the time. Say, Angelo, how come you're not cutting my carbs? That's worked really good in the past. I'm saying because you played that card two months ago. Your body's already used to it. And it is a great tool. And I'm going to pull it out again in the future once your body's not used to it. But today it's not going to give, deal you the hand that you want. We have to use a different tool. So it's never a matter of right versus wrong. It's a matter of for your body and metabolic state, here are the tools at our disposal. And here are the ones based on thousands of others that users that are most likely to be effective today. Here's why. Okay. So how often do you change up those levers for people then? Great question. Every time you plateau. Okay. So I tell people this all the time. If it's work, so I have glanced at uh, your logs uh, up to date. You've all, we've only been going a few days. You're doing fabulous. You know what your coach is going to change about your diet? No. Nothing. You're going to change absolutely nothing. <laughs> we want more of that. That worked great. Let's do that for another couple of weeks. But as many people know the metabolism or as it's known by its you know surname the root of all evil its job is to get used to whatever you do and acclimate okay would you like to know why some people lose weight and others don't yes of course 
Everyone wants to know that. (laughs) It's as simple as this. Yes, people genetically start with a faster or slower metabolic rate. That is absolutely true. But fundamentally, the reason some people will lose weight and some people will struggle is simply what your body is accustomed to. And you are in control of what your body is accustomed to. Your coach is having you eat a snack every afternoon. Mm-hmm. There's nothing magic about, I don't know what she's having you eat. It's probably maybe some fruit and some nuts, or just something super simple. We like portable foods, by the way. Something super simple. You know why it's there? It's not there because it has any magic response in your body. It's there because when your body acclimates to it, when we in the future change it, remove it, or alter it, we're going to get a predictable result. Hmm. So in another life, <laughs> I dieted um, physique competitors, the bodybuilders, bikini figure, the whole, the whole nine yards. And it was a blast. It was, it was really, really fun doing it. So every year I'd take some athletes to competition. And every year I would have people approach me um, and say, Mr. Poli, um, you know, what, your athletes look great. What do you have a meeting? And I would give them the tongue in cheek answer, you know, boiled chicken, broccoli, you know, all, all the all the stuff, you know, sweet potato, tofu, brown rice, you know, you Super pick your exciting. poison. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they would and then I'd wait for it. Because here's what they would say next. Every time. Every time they'd say, Would I look like that if I ate that? <laughs> and I tell them, no, but Tom would. <laughs> <laughs> tell them no you'll you'll improve but it's not about the food let me tell you what it's about it's about the contrast yes in prep for this competition putting this athlete on stage at five percent body fat yes they were on 1900 calories of boiled chicken depending on gender and whatever whatever they're at it's not the boiled chicken and broccoli it's the fact that the week sometimes months leading up to it we were gradually having them eat more carbs and more calories and more food volume, little bit at a time. And eventually they would complain and say, oh, I'm eating so much. My stomach is, is oh, my stomach, I can't eat anymore. And then I give them the evil laugh and say, excellent. You're almost <laughs> where I want you. And I make them eat a little bit more. Why? Why? Because it's like towing them up to 60 miles an hour, getting their metabolic rate blazing fast they're exercising they're training they're hitting the peloton now when they're used to all these calories these carbohydrates now when we cut them down to the boiled chicken and broccoli the body fat just incinerates off of them because of the contrast it's the contrast that triggers fat loss it's like the it's like the parlor trick there's three neighbors three women all neighbors they have lunch together and they're all and they're on uh, the, the same diet, 1,500 calories a day. One gains weight, one loses weight, one stays the same weight on 1,500 calories a day. You ready for the magic trick? Poof. The one who gained weight was eating less than 1,500 calories a day. The yeah. one who lost weight was eating more than 1,500 calories a day. And the one that stayed the same weight was eating about 1,500 calories a day. Yeah. <laughs> I know that seems like an oversimplification. And for all you gurus out there, yes, it is. There's a lot more to it than calories in and calories out. But basically, 
there needs to be in the industry a way to say, how is my metabolism responding to this meal plan? That's what's missing. How is my metabolism responding to the combination of my Peloton rides and this diet? And it may be responding great. It may not be responding great. And if not, what should we do? And so that's what that's what Metro is trying to accomplish. So I, I want to paint you a picture. When do you talk to your coach next? Do you know? Uh, Thursday. Oh, okay. And you're and you're with Dallas. She is absolutely fabulous. I want to paint you a picture of like a more of a, a 90 day arc. Okay. So what's gonna happen is you're seeing rapid results right now. So they're going to change nothing because it's working. But I, I, I'm sorry to be a spoil sport. <laughs> In about eight to 10 days, your metabolism is going to go, oh, I got this. I'm used to this. And you're going to hit a plateau. What happens to everyone? Your coach is going to change something. It's not going to be to add food. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. <Yeah>. Spoiler. <laughs> not going that way. And she's going to be able to call, look, based on the pace and your analytics, she's tracking everything. She's going to say, I'm going to make this adjustment. And within about two to three days, you're going to see about this much weight loss. And you can expect to get about this many pounds off and your metabolism is going to go, I'm used to it again. And she's going to probably do that two or three times. Wow. Now I'm going to take you out of the equation and I'm going to kind of turn and talk to just the average client. Say an average client who has uh, 20 pounds they want to lose. We're going to take 10, 12 pounds off that one. Then what happens is you're going to get to the point, crashed. You're not on a crash diet. You're just going to get to the point where you're a little lower. Way before you hit any sort of crash dieting, I'm going to stop your weight loss. And I'm going to say, all right, now I'm talking to Johnny here. Johnny, I want you to go and gain a pound. Weren't expecting me to say that, were you? No. I thought I was in the opposite business, right? I can gain oh, a pound by looking yeah, at Yeah, that's food. easy. I, I can that's do that. I got easy. it. <laughs> I can do that part. I'm an expert at gaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've had some expertise in that too. So I want you to gain a pound, Johnny. Uh, and we're going to do it in the least exciting possible way. Oh. You're going to get to add a quarter cup of oatmeal, a half an apple, and another 12 almonds. Exciting, <laughs> that's just right? mean. I know. That's, it is. It really is. You're sadistic. <laughs> she'd be like, Man, if you're talking to my wife. Yeah, she'd be able to add a pound with like ice cream or something. You know, <laughs> Thought there was a reward for yeah. all that. <laughs> that's well, like your wife giving you a hall pass, <laughs> but it's got to be like your gym teacher from grade school. <laughs> Uh, you're locked out of the locker room. I'm in the doghouse again. I'm going to tell Johnny to go gain a pound by eating just a little bit more. He's going to come back to me two days later and say, fine. I gained the pound. Not happy about it. All right, Johnny. Now, I want you to go home. I want you to get on your Peloton. And I want you to burn a pound off for me. So now, now I get to talk. So hopefully this will resonate with your audience. If not, send the hate mail to Tom. <laughs> I get plenty. 
Now Johnny's going to go home. He's going to get on the Peloton and he can burn a pound off. You can't burn 30 pounds off with exercise. I mean, you can, but that's, that's a journey, right? right? That's a journey. Um, You know, the exercise is a huge part of it, but you can burn one pound off. And it's such a huge part of getting healthy, getting fit, getting psychologically in the right spot. But Johnny can go and burn one pound off. So now he comes back to me the next day and I say, good job. Now go gain that pound back. And I'm going to have them gain and lose the same pound about five times. Why? Same science that we do with our physique competitors, with the bikini models, with the bodybuilders. But guess what? I do the same science with my grandparents who just want to get to a healthy body weight. I don't use an inferior science. We're going to use the same science. So they're going to go and the catch is they can't eat a bite less food. They can only during this time period use the exercise to burn it off. Because now we're increasing activity level and we're feeding them more. And the metabolism, remember what it does? It acclimates. So what's going to happen is they're going to gain and lose the same pound over and over again over a few weeks, maybe a month. Now we've told, remember that illustration of the bodybuilder? Will I look like that if I eat bullet chicken and broccoli? Well, no, because I towed their metabolism up to 60 miles an hour first. Now we get your metabolism towed up to a realistic fast level for you. And now we go back through the process. We drop you back down to a lower intake. It might be a little uncomfortable. Nothing crash. The body fat will melt off of you and we rinse and repeat we increase slow we drop fast that's how we create contrast this has been done for decades in the bodybuilding sports in the physique sports. but and don't get me wrong because those are my people but they're delivered in a way that isn't really palatable or relatable to the average person that doesn't mean the science behind it is flawed. The science behind it is right. So I don't want to put words in your mouth, Chris. I don't know what your goals are, but likely what's going to happen is Dallas is going to take you through a cutting cycle and help you burn some body fat and then say, hey, we're going to take a few weeks and we're going to do a metabolic upshift. And then she's going to go for another cycle. And oh, by the way, anyone listening out there, I don't care what your goal weight is. If your goal weighs 175 pounds, I'm going to diet you down to 172. And here's why. You're not done when you hit your goal weight. You'll never sustain it. Because when you hit your goal weight, you're going to be like, okay, we did it. Now, if I could just eat tofu and rice cakes the rest of my life, I'll stay here. Right. No one's going to do that. <laughs> no one's going to do that. I won't do it. So... <laughs> When we hit your goal weights, we're going to go a, a few pounds lower. So that way I can recondition your metabolism back up to running faster by actually gaining weight up to your goal weight. Now, we'll gain weight not in body fat, in muscle, of course. So that's what we want. But we'll increase what your body is used to. Because when you decrease your intake, there's no way around it. I don't care if you do it the healthiest, most effective way possible. The job of your metabolism is to keep you alive despite changes and shifts in your metabolic and nutritional state. Your metabolism is going to slow. 
So you have to recondition your metabolism back up. And it is true what they say. You have to eat more to burn more. The application of that is a pretty narrow window. Some people with fast metabolism and good genetics when it comes to that have a bigger window. Some people have a smaller window, but it has to be executed right. We have to get you eating more because if not, the meal plan that you're on right now, Crystal, you're going to go, ah, I'm bored of this. You won't stay on it forever. Right. It is a great lifestyle and you have a lot of variety, but it's a meal plan. Right. But if you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel, if you understand that what it takes to get you to whatever your goal is, whether it's just simply health, energy, or whether it, there's a goal weight attached to that, once you get there, sustaining it is 10 times easier than what it takes any of us to get there. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. We can push through. We can do it. We can stick to it. We can get one more meal prepped, one more healthy meal in, one more Peloton ride in <laughs> because you know the results are going to be there. And if you have a coach that's walking you through it, it's not going to catch you by surprise when you do hit those ups and downs with your metabolism. That's true. So how long does it take somebody to lose weight then this way? Because it, it seems like you're saying it's very gradual and then you go up and then you go down and then and then you might go down more, but then you might go back up. So like what kind of like what's the average weight loss that you can expect? So uh, that is a great question. In fact, I've dieted over 20,000 people. And I've never not been asked that question <laughs> in the first seven days. Um, and so I'm going to give you the legit answer to that, that we give every single one of our clients. That is a fair question. Ask us after about 10 to 14 days of analytics, okay. because then we're going to actually be able to give you a real answer. I have a guy who he weighs 271 pounds. He does cardio five days a week, and he's on less than 2000 calories a day. And he's lucky if he drops pound a week. He has a slow metabolism, oh. one of the slowest I've ever worked with. I have a gal right now. She weighs 113 pounds. She's eating 3,300 calories a day. That's not and right. If she, <laughs> if she misses a snack, she loses two pounds. Oh. Right? So there is no fair. But okay. what we're going to be able to do is actually give you a no-nonsense, not a bro-science answer, a no-nonsense, real answer to that question and strategies, whatever end of the spectrum you're on. And oh, by the way, most people are not on either of those extremes. Right. Most people are squarely in the middle. Right. And it's a matter of the right strategy. So how long it takes, I've worked with people who used to be, who were contestants on The Biggest Loser. Yeah. Um, and you know, by the way, I know the trainers, several of the trainers that have been on that show. They're awesome. I love them. Talk about people with a good heart and in the right spot. Here's the thing. The problem is the way you're supposed to do it. If you have 150 pounds to lose, you need to lose 40, 50 pounds. You need to stop for six weeks and let your body replenish, let your metabolism heal, recover, uh, makes for terrible TV. Boring. <laughs> right. So, Nobody wants to wait six weeks to see how that turns out. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, so what you end up is a scenario where you have some people who have gone through a pro and, and oh, by the way, it doesn't take an extreme weight loss program to do that. I know lots of people who just 
well, my body started slowing down in weight loss. So I just dieted harder and harder until I was eating nothing. And then I said, forget this. I'm going to go eat a cheeseburger. Yeah. It's a normal human, you know? That's, yeah. You know, you got the normal protagonist. You got the normal plot, the normal ending to that story. I've right. seen it before. Yeah, for sure. So, so it depends on where the person's coming from and what their goal is. Here's one for you that, you know, for, for our listeners, you probably haven't thought of. I had a gal hire me. She was going on that show Naked and Afraid with the Discovery Channel. Yeah. <laughs> and she was too afraid of being hungry on the show. She's like, I don't want to starve. And I get a headache if I go more than two hours. So we actually took her through a process of slowing her metabolic <laughs> rate temporarily. Yeah, she, wow. she, started, she used to eat every two, three hours. We got her to where she was eating just three meals a day, then down to two meals a day. And then for about two weeks before going on the show. She did she it all naked. To, it was, <laughs> she was down to eating one meal a day and one snack. Wow. And it, it actually got her body acclimated to going longer between meals, which served her purposes. And when she got back, we got her back on a metabolic revving cycle. So the metabolism is interesting in how it responds. It is interesting. I'll give you one, one last illustration, and then you guys can tell me to shut up like most <laughs> people do after a while because they talk too much. Every year I do multiple seminars, and I'll, I'll pick a person out of the front who's a good sport. You know, um, We'll call her Julie. And I'll use this illustration. So Julie's healthy, athletic, petite frame. She's 120 pounds, little tiny thing. She's active. And I, I use her as an illustration. You'll see why. And I'll say, okay, Julie, if you're willing, would you tell us age, height, and weight and your fitness routine? You should say, I'm, you know, I'm 44 years old. I'm, uh, I, I do exercise four to five days a week. Um, I think I have a fast metabolism. I've always weighed about 120 pounds. I'm five foot one, whatever. You know, here's, here's Julie's fictional story. And I say, what would happen, Julie? You're, you're the expert on your body. What would happen if you changed nothing about your spinning routine, nothing about your diet? You just added a pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream every night before you went to bed for 30 days. What would happen? Well, first, everybody loves Ben and Jerry's ice cream. <laughs> so I may get a lot of fans right then and there. But she says, well, I would gain weight. How much weight in 30 days? Well, I've asked countless women at this same seminar that question, and invariably, I will get the answer between 5 and 15 pounds. And most of the time, they're right. Huh. That's about how much she probably gained a month of Ben and Jerry's. Now, how much would Julie gain if she continued eating 1,000 calories a night of Ben and Jerry's for an entire year? I asked this to Julie, and you know what Julie will tell me? Almost invariably, I'll get the answer between 15 and 30 pounds. And she's right again. That's huh. probably about how much she would gain. But now we have a mathematics problem, a huge mathematics problem. So you, you fitness gurus listening, you doctors, you, you mathematicians in the room, we know 3,500 calories equals one pound of body fat. So a pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream, that's 1,000 calories a night. There's right. seven days in a week. That's 7,000 7, calories a week. That should be two pounds a week. Right. 
Last I checked, there was 52 weeks in the year. I could be wrong. I got to double check. Why isn't Julie going to gain 104 pounds? Because her body starts burning more. Her metabolism speeds up. Because Ben and Jerry speeds your metabolism. What do we have for her? Tom, she won the prize. <laughs> we have Ben and Jerry's ice cream. For her. <laughs> A year's supply. It's not on my meal plan. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's not on your meal plan. Well, I can't so let it go to waste. When you go home, wow, this guy's on to something good. I can eat Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. Well, let's not forget, she's not going to be happy about the 30 pounds right. she gave. Yeah, for sure. So she's not going to be happy about that. But she's not going to gain 104 pounds. There's no way. She's going to double her body weight in a year. There's nothing she could eat. Because your metabolism is a constantly moving target that acclimates to your intake. Now, it's not going to acclimate to the ice cream fast enough to offset her gaining weight. She's going to gain, but it will acclimate because if it doesn't acclimate, you die. Right. You just continue gaining, gaining, gaining until you literally die. Just like when you decrease your intake, your metabolic rate will slow down. Otherwise, you would die if it didn't slow down to meet that need. Huh. So if it can speed up, if it can slow down, it can be controlled. You just have to know where your metabolism is at any point in time. And so that's been kind of my life's work in helping people identify their metabolic profile. And that's why I'm so passionate about it. Wow. Okay. So it's it's clearly an amazing service that you guys provide. And so, so you know, I know we're going to get a lot of questions about, okay, well, then how much does it cost for this amazing service? Because oh, the low price of... <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. No. Uh, so, so we are, it is a concierge white glove service. It is for people who want somebody walking along with them. However... Our tools are affordable for most anyone. Sub 50 bucks a month. If you're doing Peloton, it's right in there. Um, and you can experience those tools. And then if you if you get stuck, raise your hand and say, yeah, let me let me work with a coach for a couple months. Most people is not going to break the bank to work with. And, I, and we even have a lot of doctors and a lot of professionals, even fitness professionals that work with us for our subspecialty. Mm -hmm. And by the way, I'm here to learn. I have learned from every single one of my clients. I learned from every fitness professional I get to work with. Our area of expertise is fairly niche. It just happens to be an area that really does stump some people, the metabolism. And so a lot of people will say, I'm going to invest in this as an education. So they'll come on board, they'll work with us, for a few months, get the education, take what they've learned and apply it the rest of their life. Others are already, you know, conscious and they, they understand about macros. They understand the basics. They're in the fitness lifestyle. They just want something a little more specific. So they'll download our tools and it's very economical and can use some of those tools that are real. But if you, if you go to, uh, Am I allowed to do the shameless plug here? I don't know if I'm allowed to do <laughs> yes, that. Yes, absolutely. I, we do shameless plugs every week. Okay. <laughs> if, if you go to metpro.co, and so for your, your audience, metpro.co slash TCO, we will actually know it's your people and we will extra love them. <laughs> extra love them. So you'll actually talk to not some guy. You're going to talk to Steve. 
His name is Steve. He is the nicest guy. If you go to metpro.co slash TCO and select one of the time slots, there's no charge. You're going to talk to Steve and Steve is going to say, nice to meet you. I want to know about you. I'm not going to tell you what to do. He's going to just actually listen. And if our program is a few, that's fine. As long as you can come away learning something, I am happy, honestly. But at least you'll be able to talk to a consultant, a real-life consultant. He'll tell you about our tools. He'll tell you about our coaches. He'll figure out what's right for you if it's a good fit. And hopefully you can come away with something and um, and have even more fun on your Peloton. <laughs> I mean, that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, it's having more fun on the Peloton, right? Absolutely. So, so I have a question about, I have a question about all of your coaches. I know you said you had like doctors and stuff. Do you have like a standard set of like qualifications that people have to be to be a coach? Is that, is that applicable? Thank you for asking that. Uh, my NASM certified colleague, correct? <laughs> Do your homework, wow, Mister. Yeah. <laughs> girl. That is one of the best certifications. <laughs> so our team is eclectic in their knowledge backgrounds. We have uh, a lot of our team are registered dietitians. Some come from physique sports and are certified personal trainers. Some come from more of a medical and clinical background. Uh, some are RNs. We, we have a very eclectic and, and I, I'm telling the truth. I'm not just trying to set the, we are actually a group of people who love what we do. We get together. Well, now we get together virtually, but literally we would get together before COVID in the same room. And we talk about you all. So, <laughs> I know that sounds bad. <laughs> We, we actually are like, we're working with Crystal and she's doing this and she's doing that, but she's struggling with this particular area. Or we have a client here and her daughter or her son is in this, is in school and she has this going on. How can we help her? And so we have experts from every different genre and we all put our heads together. We help come up with the most effective lifestyle strategies because that's not what you do. You guys do life, right? Right. You do your family. You do your career, you do your health and your wellness. You don't spend every day geeking out on what's the latest gadget and tool that I can use to shave five minutes off my meal prep each day. <laughs> do that. We're those geeks. Let's do it for you. So I don't know if that was a roundabout way, but it's actually a small group of professionals that all work together, that are passionate about the science and you will not get a different response from a different coach scientifically. In other words, two coaches are not going to look at your numbers and say, I think you should do this. I think you should do that. The numbers are the numbers. What you're going to get is a different approach based on what you respond to best. I'm not a psychologist. I probably need a psychologist. <laughs> but there are... we. Three different buckets, broad strokes here, guys. Remember, hate mail goes to Tom. Three different buckets. We have people who thrive under an environment with support. A cheerleader, a support system, someone to go rah-rah and to walk, literally go on the journey with them. And oh, by the way, I don't care how tough you are, everyone falls into that category at some point. Other people thrive. They're like me. 
the why. I'll do anything if you can explain why and it makes sense. That's how I work. I feel like and that's then there's others. That is me. If you, I, if you could ever get him there. Yeah, that's totally me. Like I like when I was a checker at a grocery store and they're like, count back change. And I'm like, no. And then when they explain why and I'm just like, and I'm like, oh, oh now I get it. And it, it's really easy for me. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Tom, it's coming. I haven't forgot about you. <laughs> the third the third bucket uh, of personality types is the the A type person who thrives off of a challenge. Now, I'm not going to have in all three of them. They're not going to all eat different lunches. The numbers are the numbers. We're going to scientifically evaluate and adjust based on how your body is responding. But when I assign you your lunch, person A is going to be, hey, Johnny, I saw you yesterday. Log that lunch. I'm so proud of you. Can you do it again today and text me when you're done? Person B is going to be, hey, Johnny, remember how we talked about this specific macro breakdown and why we actually took 20 grams of carbs out of your lunch? Well, you see, it's working exactly as we expected. Now, here's what we're going to do next week. Text me when you're done with your lunch. Or Johnny. Here's what I ate for lunch. Can you do any better? <laughs> so, Tom, which are you? You're the you're the I got to know why. I'm the, so why, give me the guy. why. I'm certainly the why guy. I yeah. Although ironically, he knows that all this stuff is healthy and doesn't I, do yeah, it. So I, I, but I, yeah, know. I know why. I just have, haven't decided to do it. So live on air. <laughs> I don't Here think podcasts can be live, can they? That's not how that works. You're making me look dumber than I already am. <laughs> Your wife is doing it. Mm. It's going to suck. But it, the pain will be momentary. I promise. Would you come and do a month? I would personally like to be your coach for Whoa. 30 days. Wow. And take you through the process. <laughs> Holy cow. So my, here's my deal. Here's my deal with food. I'm a I'm the weirdest eater. I'm like I won't say I'm the weirdest eater ever cuz there's people that like eat their own hair, although I don't have any hair. <laughs> I You and me are in the same, yeah, you know. I did not I, beautiful club. I'll so you know, you're though, in good company. I did not eat your hair. I so so here's the like I'm a weird eater. Diets are really hard. Like diet, like food is really hard for me because I like has a texture thing, and it's like I it's like a sensory thing, and like and and like f- most foods gross me out. And so when I do try to lose weight, which I actually am trying to do right now, I'm very low carb based. And by low carb, I basically mean meat. I eat plates of meat occasionally if I want to mix it up. <laughs> I might eat a bowl of meat, but but. It's true. Or maybe meat in meat the form of, of a stick. Yeah. Yeah. So, if it's low carb bread. <laughs> on low carb bread. Or so, if it's no bread. Just yeah. Two pieces of meat in between a piece of meat. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Fruits or vegetables literally make me gag. Yes. L- like she's seen it happen. Like, yeah. and it's not a psychological thing. Like if you hide a black, like if you order a pizza <laughs> and like they're putting the sausage on the pizza and like just a stray sliver of a black olive, like. From the I'm out. yeah, like if out. I won't Got even, it. I don't have to see it. Like I, it's not that I see it; I know it's there. Like, I, like it's like the princess and the pea in my mouth. It is, and I'm just like, 
I he like, just starts to gag. I start to <laughs> gag. And so yeah. and someone's going to edit that out to where I say pee in my mouth. I know that's going to happen. <laughs> but but uh so like that's the problem I have and that's what what really scares yeah. me about stuff like this because I'm just like I I'm I don't feel I don't know that I'm the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because it's like I see her prepping the food, and it's all there's a lot of green stuff in there. There's green stuff yeah. in there. What am I going to do about that? In my entire diatribe this afternoon, when you were, when when you were listening, did, did I did I sound like the type of guy that you know what this guy doesn't want to challenge? He doesn't. Want to challenge. <laughs> so no, I'm not that guy. Challenge accepted. Oh my God. You're going to give me like an entirely Challenge meat based. Accepted. Yeah. We're going to do, I'm going to have you brushing your teeth with meat paste. But at the end of the day. Wait, is that a euphemism? Did I? What's, no, what's going on? <laughs> oh my God. That's word. what's going to air for the clip. Yeah. I'm going to have you brushing your teeth with meat paste. <laughs> like I'm flattered, but I'm married. No, I am. Um, <laughs> if you think you can do this with and 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 have me eat appro- like not appropriately, I'm not. I don't want to eat appropriately. If you can have me eat inappropriately, because I like oh, like I said, I that's why I never even try stuff like this. Because like, I, how many times I said I wish I could eat that stuff, and he I has, can't. He has. I can't. He once had somebody uh, actually challenge him to give money to a charity. All he had to drink, all he had to do was drink a smoothie. And he in the smoothie. We all never the, we never aired this. We never aired, we never aired it aired this. because um and, and oh. he was. I was going to do it. I was like, that's a lot of money for chair. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do that. I won't get on the bike, but I'll do that. You and, know. And it was like oatmeal. It was oats and uh, uh, it was oats and like dirt. I think no, was there dirt, soy milk, human organs, <laughs> which would be meat technically. <laughs> but no. I learned what the song was talking about. <laughs> I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. I won't eat vegetables. Yeah. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, and he tried to drink it, and I it tried, was like, and because it was like, well, there's nothing weird in it. There's no fruits. There's no. There's no vegetables. So like, just try. And he did try. God love him. He tried. Yeah. <laughs> it did I not was go like well. tearing up. <laughs> like I'm like getting sweaty just thinking about it. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I just, I so, can't do it. Diet agnostic. Would I rather you eating a bunch of broccoli and greens? Yes. But I will work with what you're going to give me. Wow. I feel and like this is like work. when you go to an NA meeting and they don't make people stop smoking. They're like, <laughs> if you're going to not do heroin, we'll, we'll allow the marble light. <laughs> That's his. So that's, his that's your next all, tagline. Yeah. There, are, there are more things that you are that you are willing to eat that are probably not meat based than you realize. But we can work with what. So right now, remember the screwdriver, the wrench right. illustration. So you're you're a wrench. I don't want to eat either of those either. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll drink a you're screwdriver. You're a wrench guy. Yeah. Well, if we're going to use the wrench to fix Tom. Let's use the biggest wrench we got, right? Let's do it right. <laughs> let's do it all the way, and let's make it happen. Wow. 30 days. Okay. 30 days. Okay. You will be successful. Okay, we'll see. That's exciting. Okay. Yeah, baby. And yeah, I, baby. And we will say, this was not, this was, I, you probably see by the look on my face, like this, this was, was not, not planned. This was not planned out. <laughs> this, was, he, this was sprung on me. <laughs> 
He's a springer. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Zal oh, Angela. This is going to be awesome. This is going to be awesome. I'm already planning out all of your torture. I mean, fun things that we're going <laughs> to Okay, well, I guess bef- before we wrap up, remind people one more time if they want to if they want to go on this journey. Apparently, with now with us, <laughs> yes. Where where should they go again? Metpro co metpro co forward slash tco. Awesome, awesome. More we will, people and love to meet them. And we will put that link on our Facebook page and the the newsletter that goes out this week and all that stuff, so you can you can find it. And you'll hear us talking about it over the next. Yeah, you know. we're going to document the journey, so you guys will be along uh, for the ride. Awesome. <laughs> and do you have a social media channel that they can follow you on? If do you want, or do you want to be actually, followed? They go to that page. They, they're a lot smarter than I am. They're going to be there. able to click all the cool links awesome. that my people that are so much smarter than I am have have nice and neat put on the bottom. So, <laughs> Metro. Awesome. Co. Bet you all didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> so, Tom. Yeah. It's going to be a thing, eh? I, I guess we'll give it a shot. Okay. He said he's not going to make me eat like fruits and vegetables. Okay. So I think it's like, uh, like I said before, I think it's like if you're in an AA meeting, they still let you smoke. <laughs> there's just, there's only so many vices they can expect you to give up at the same time. And so while smoking's not healthy, it doesn't do the same damage to your life that alcohol will if you have an addiction issue. So, right, right. so I think that's, I think that's his mindset. Like uh, we, I, I'm just really curious to see how this goes. So uh, I am too. This will be a fun journey, y'all. I I'm, guess <laughs> we, we shall see. So, yes, we uh, shall. Uh, until next week, where can they find you? People can find me on Facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, the bike, and of course the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Find the show online, Facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, uh, check out our YouTube page, YouTube.com slash the clip out. Be sure and subscribe to that while you're there as well. And uh, you can sign up for our newsletter at theclipout.com. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling. And running. Clip in.